Hi. Hi. How's it going? Sorry. I had a moment of like stupidity there. I mean, you know, more so than normal. Like this weird screen popped up and I don't know what it was. And I was like, what the what? So I'm Rin. And I'm Tammy. And this is. I love a good rabbit hole. It's a really a long name, you know? I love a good rabbit hole. I don't know. And? Like a long name. And I don't know. It could have been called Ren and Tammy sit around and talk about stupid shit all day that nobody cares about. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we could have we could have built a really good acronym off of that. <laughs> probably. <laughs> like it probably would have been like Mavenchnup or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah, probably. If anybody knows what Mavenchnup means, let me know. Ren, speaking of random words, what's your favorite word? Do you have one? Um. I do. I do have, I, I really like the word uh, kerfuffle. Uh-huh. I also like um, clandestine. And um, I really like to exclaim the word pickles. Yeah. Well, you have an eight-year-old, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, I say pickles even when I'm around adults, so. <laughs> Mine but, is consigliere. I mean, I, I around her. Consigliere. What does that mean? Um, it is... Uh, I describe it as somebody who is the assistant to um, a Come higher on. up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking it was, but then I was like, wait, I thought that was a different word. And then yeah. now it is that word. You can use it for other things like uh, sure superstars and millionaires have consigliaries and things like that, but it actually is specific for mafia. So on the opposite spectrum, words that I hate I cannot stand the P word for underwear. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand the P word for a woman's vagina. I mean, mm-hmm. a woman's vagina, as if any other person has a vagina. Um, well, nowadays, yes. <laughs> no, I think of I think a vagina is one hundred percent a female-oriented item. Like you cannot be a man and be okay with your vagina. <laughs> I don't know. I know some men who are pretty big vaginas myself. But that's just me. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, I would assume like they, they're born with the wrong body parts. So mm-hmm. yes, they're a man with a vagina, but technically their body is still that of a woman. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I understand that they go by he, him, but they do have a vagina, which is a female body part. Yes. They were just born with the wrong part and that's okay. I used to hate the C word. Mine cunt. I, I used I to hate really it. Like, I like twat. Yeah, twat I is I love a calling great people one. twat waffles. Oh, oh yeah. My God, that's like one of my favorites. Whoever invented that word, just chef's kiss, you belong in heaven. <laughs> right. Like, because there is nothing quite like driving down the road and somebody pisses you off and you call them a twat waffle. You exactly. really feel as if you've accomplished something by calling them a twat waffle. A twat eponymous is also a really good one. A pentasaurus rex is good too. Yes. See, and that's the thing is in America, like saying that word people consider it so vulgar. But if you go over to Europe, it's just like us saying, fuck, sorry, Heather. It, it's just natural. It, but they, the way they sound, make it sound is so regal. But if somebody from America says it, it just sounds <laughs> They have a British accent and anything said with a British accent sounds better. Or anything with any foreign accent. I mean, even if you say it with a Southern accent and be like, you're such a cunt, it sounds... Like, I mean, yeah. Southern accents, you just sound un- uneducated. Oh, shit. You sound uneducated. <laughs> that, that is a word that Americans need to embrace because I think there are plenty of those out there. Like, Karens are our versions of calling somebody a cunt. Because <laughs> that's what you're right. acting like. <laughs> right. And anyway. I hate the term I hate the term Karen, but I mean, it just, it fits it. But again, I mean, yeah. I've said it before, my Karen is a Becky, so. Oh, Yeah. 
But speaking of the Europeans and why that they embrace things so much better than we do, it's because they're a much older, older place. Yeah. So they've 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 done all the fuck ups that we're doing mm-hmm. already. Like bad politics. Couple of times over. <laughs> yeah. Couple of times over. Um, one thing that they did do that I don't I don't know if America ever did this. They had a girl gang. <gasps> what? Well, a we have girl, girl gangs, but they're stupid. They are not. Right. Smart. I mean, they're a bunch. Of, they're a bunch of. Ch- is it Cholo? Chola? Chichi Changa? Chimichanga? I don't know. I'm white. Yeah, I'm white. The I'll chicks that it. use black eyeliner and red lipstick <laughs> on their mouth. Shut up. I used to do that when I was in ninth grade. All right. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it was wet and wild. Yeah, and me too. One, it was. It was not. It was nine nine. Yeah. And black eyeliner. Yeah. And it was just like so, and your face was as pale as fuck. Like, yeah. holy shit. So oh, white. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, the UK had an all, during uh, the Victorian era, uh, they had a all-girl uh, crime syndicate. Okay, that is huge, because Victorian era is about the time of women's suffrage, where we were coming up and saying, mm-hmm. this is not going to happen anymore. So that's actually well, really awesome. The reason why this gang like started was because like the men, their men counterparts were fucking up and getting caught. Mm-hmm. So the women to that were you know not living the posh life but wanting to live the posh life organized and made a a criminal syndicate. Okay, and I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna ask: Have you seen Mafia Mama with Tony Collette? No, you need to watch it. Speaking of okay, women, I'll watch in that the as mafia. soon as you watch Barbie. Okay, deal. So, never? Never. <laughs> Shut up, it's a good movie. Okay. Just because the Oscars snubbed her, doesn't Margot Robbie doesn't mean shit. I mean, of course, they nominated Brian Gosling for Ken, but not Barbie. And you can't have, Bar- you can't have Ken without Barbie. I know, right? That's Barbie was first. Barbie was first. Right. She was Ken everything. came after. He was an afterthought. Right. He always is an afterthought. Most men are. <laughs> I mean, they're just there for accessories on our wrist. Yeah. They're just an oversized... Like- men are just an oversized walking, talking purse. <laughs> we had any men listeners. I've lost them by now. Yeah. I don't you. It's, it's over but with now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is what we have about a group of uh, women who were criminals. They were called the 40 Elephants. That's the name of their gang. Okay. Elephants... A lot of people don't know this, but the female el- elephants are like the protectors of the herd. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're badasses. Yeah. Females always are the protectors. I mean, look at the lions. Or, you Who know, everybody the- calls the them a mama bear. Right. Yeah. It's because, and- because you don't fuck around with women. Yeah. Because we will get you when you least expect it. Oh, I have a story to tell you, but I'm going to listen to yours first. Go ahead. Also, um... So one thing, I don't know if this is actual legitimate, but this is what I'm saying. Do you know why there are no pockets on dresses until just recently? Because they were illegal. Yeah, I believe it. Because women would shoplift with their pockets. Oh, well, they did have those big ass skirts. So yeah. So the 40 Elephants were a criminal syndicate of women who shoplifted to make all their money. Okay. And here we go. When we think of the crime syndicates, images of Italian mobsters and Japanese Yakuza members off, most often come to mind. But throughout history, there have been many gangs that haven't gotten the same level of attention. 
take for instance the 40 elephants, so named for their stomping grounds of Southwark, 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 shit British, oh, I'm going to fuck that up, <laughs> um, otherwise known as Elephant and Kensal area. This was in London. The gang was in operation from at least 1880s till the 1950s, with some possibility of the gang having been formed early as the 18th century. The 40 Elephants gang had a strong alliance with the Elephant and Castle mob in the 1920s and 1930s, the heyday for both organizations. However, unlike the mob, the 40 Elephants gang was made up entirely of women. I didn't know London Members had... I, I, I don't know why. It never would have crossed my brain that London I mean, they had, had Peaky Blinders. I've, that's actually on my watch list. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it either. I don't know anything about um, those guys. Yeah. So Sorry. The mem- so, no, you're good. The members would often dress as housemaids in order to gain entry to wealthy homes, then relieving the inhabitants of their jewels and other valuable objects. However, the gang's specialty was covertly stealing from department stores with extreme efficiency. It was said that the group, um, a group of them, could strip a store in just an hour, secretly uh, secreting? I don't know why I wrote that word. Um, secretly stashing away valuables in their many pockets. However, the group was also extremely fond of fur coats, the wearing of which becomes their particular penchant. It has been said that the girls didn't wear their plunder, though, instead preferring to wear high fashion bought outright with the profits from their stolen goods. Wearing the stolen goods was actually against the rules. Um, This was known as the Hoister's Code which uh, also prohibited going out drinking the night before a big job or working with the police. Obviously. (laughs) At the time, women in department stores were afforded a certain level of privacy as shopping for clothing or other goods was an activity that could leave a woman in search of her modesty um, were these, uh, these strict policies not followed. The other side that... Whoops. My cord got in the way of me reading, so I had to move it. Uh, the other side of that was that while they were left on their own devices, these gang members made off with huge quantities of merchandise. The most notorious leader of the 40 Elephants was a woman known as Alice Diamond. Legit name, Alice Diamond. She was also well known because of all the things that she, uh, all of her sparkly ring. Um, she was also known as Diamond Annie for her sparkly rings, which helped her pack punches and a mighty wallop. So apparently Miss Diamond during this time was 5'9", when the average height of a male was like 5'6". So she was a towering beast of a woman. And like she had like massive diamond rings on her fingers and like she would like knock the shit out of people. And she ran the the uh, the group like with, with a military efficiency, so to speak. An iron fist? Um. Yeah, she had, and she had many, many rules. One, like one of them was, um, oh, let me get into it, back into it. Okay. I could go on tangents, but I won't. <laughs> um, many of the girls were caught and tried for small acts of theft, often without being linked to any larger of the gang. Oh, hang on. Ah, uh, Diamond Annie's leadership began in 1916, and under her group, under her, the group flourished, often evading police with supreme efficiency. Many of the girls were caught and tried for small acts of theft, often without being linked to any larger gang activity, with many of the girls returning to the gang after their sentences was served. The 40 elephants also used blackmail 
to return a profit, seducing upper crust men, <laughs> men only to extort them afterwards. Men are such suckers. That is one thing that women, you know, they call it the oldest profession for a reason. Like, right. So, yeah, men sometimes are using, <laughs> right. Sometimes using this method to call in favors and avoid convictions. Many were said to be as tough as any man who threatened when threatened. On the other hand, the ladies were also known to throw the best parties, spending opulently, um, spending opulently in bars in pursuit of the flapper lifestyle in the 1920s, as well as the glamorous elegance and champagne cocktails depicted in the 1930 movies. The alternative for nearly all of the members of the 40 Thieves, or 40 Elephants, would have been extreme, would have been extreme poverty and or a life of prostitution or sex work. This would have been particularly true for the 19th century members of the gang as class divisions in London during the, during the 1800s meant there was almost no chance of rising up from poverty without considerable help, a.k.a. helping yourself to Macy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Macy's was around then, but whatever. I get the point. In the night... Yeah. In the 1920s, the gang reached the pinnacle of their success and notoriety. Diamond instituted numerous clever tricks into the gang's arsenal, ensuing that all thieves were equipped with secret pockets and flaps in their gowns to facilitate shoplifting. They were also early adopters of automobiles, making their getaways in the most glamorous models. They confounded police by handing off stolen goods to an unseen accomplice on foot before dashing off in a high-speed car chase. Police were left befuddled. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> when they caught up with the car and found it devoid of any stolen goods. Cars also allowed the members to expand their operation outside of London to nearby towns. All the better once Diamonds and the others' faces became too well-known to local law enforcement to go incognito. Ultimately... Diamond was undone by her increasing fixation on controlling the gang. The Hoisters Code forbade members from doing anything against Diamond's wishes, including marrying men she did not approve of. Micromanaging much? When a, member, when a member defied her in 1925, Diamond led the gang in a brutal attack against the newlyweds, so disruptive that it became known as the Lambeth Riot. For her role as an instigator... Diamond was sentenced to 18 months in prison. By the time she was freed, a new queen had taken over, um, had taken over the 40 elephants, and Diamond turned to a career of managing a brothel, which is, you know, a, I guess a better thing. It sounds kind of right up her alley, right? She did still offer tutelage to aspiring young thieves. One of her protégés, Shirley Pitts, was the acknowledged queen of the gang in the 1960s. Pitts' operation was on a smaller scale than that of her mentor. Changing fashions made it harder to stow shoplifted loot inside of clothing as stores increased in security and surveillance. Like, so earlier in the, you know, time, like the gowns were just big and floofy and whatever like that. And then, um, oh, it's going to be a short one today. It's okay. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry, I was talking about the dresses. So they used to be like big and poofy and opulent and everything. And then, like, you know, uh, the fashion started to pare down and become more form fitting. So it was harder okay. to shoplift a mink coat under a form fitting dress. Yes. Um, so, and of course, um, you know, police became a little bit more intelligent and surveillance and like uh, 
ways to like monitor places and they also didn't they had they came out with like dressing rooms and things for women to be like try on clothes and stuff and they had fit or had dressing room attendants so that you know mm-hmm. if you didn't want to end up buying something they'd put it back for you so by this time the gang was taken over by lillian rose kendall a flapper doll if ever there was one <laughs> the 40 elephants were active into the 1950s when increased store security and sleeker clothing made shoplifting much more difficult still this is a story that's begging to be made into a film and i'm surprised it hasn't been I, I was looking up Miss Diamond to see if I could see a picture of her. And yeah. um, as soon as I hit Google on 40 Elephants, it did say something about a movie. Yeah, no, there's not a movie. It's a book. I, I listened to the book on tape, but the guy, like, he spent so much time talking about all the men gangs. Like, I was like, how is this Alice Diamond in the 40 Elephants? This sounds like a history of, of London gang. Yeah. Like, no, it definitely to needs to be times. made in front of a movie. Yeah. So that is Alice Diamond and the 40 Elephants. I apologize that it is very short. I could, probably could have gone further in depth. Um, but this is me. And I, like I said, I tried to listen to um, Alice and the 40 Elephants um, on Audible. And I fell asleep several times. Because the woman who narrated it had this very gunk voice. <laughs> I can't really think of Like, it was a British voice. But it had like this, ugh, ugh. <laughs> in it like like words that she said just had this like drove me nuts i couldn't listen to it so i was just like uh fuck this also i realized that i forgot to open my coke oh not that we would have been able to hear hear anyway anymore yeah (laughs) boo boo so that is my all-girl gang of alice diamond and the 40 elephants what do you think I think that women are not given enough credit when they're involved in crime. That's um, very true. Like, everybody gets, like, super shocked, like, oh, my God, she did this and she did that. It's like, like you were saying at the beginning, like, women are very protective, very protective. And they will do whatever they have to to keep themselves and their family safe. And if women that includes, are underestimated. Oh, Completely. If that includes stealing, hurting people, killing, whatever. And it's not just about being protected. Um, A lot of times on the opposite end of the spectrum, women can be used a lot by men. um, Right. Like that one, that one uh, woman who was a part of the Pinkerton detectives. Mm -hmm. Can't remember her name. I did a story on her. You did. And I can't remember her name. (laughs) Anyways. Like, you know, nobody took her to, nobody thought she was a Pinkerton detective because she was this, like, woman. And they're like, a woman? How could a woman have a brain? Yeah. Um, like. Their heads are smaller. That was how, why it it was so hard for women, and it still is, to break into certain um, jobs. Law enforcement or, like, the first female who became a welder, machinists, electricians, chemists. I mean, a lot of people don't stop and think that it was a bl- bunch of African-American females who put men on the moon and got um, right? astronauts back down to Earth safely. They I were know, some I've of seen the, the brightest for that so many. Uh, I don't know what that movie was, but I've seen clips for that movie so many times where the astronaut was like, I'll trust the calculations if she does them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, those are the kind of forward thinking men that we need. But like the other men that are like, oh, women are only allowed to be secretaries in this police precinct. Well, women make terrible secretaries because we'd be up in your shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they make great detectives because we will find the hell out. Oh, we I know. We won't stop find until we out. find something. <laughs> we will find out and we will dig and we will dig. And that was one of my favorite things about being a 911 dispatcher is I'm not going to stop until I find the answers. I want to know why this person isn't coming up where they're supposed to be. Right. All yeah, right. We, we're nosy that way. We are. And like here at the house, I'm known as the finder. So. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because when I lived with you, you were known as the loser and not the loser like you're a loser, but you lost shit constantly. <laughs> right. Now I find everything. Well, I guess that's everything. I do, again, apologize that this is a short episode, but, you know, it's an episode nonetheless. Hopefully, this time, my husband will remember to actually publish it. (laughs) Thanks, Mark. We appreciate everything you do. We really do. Thank you. I love you. (laughs) All right. So, also, there's, like, some sort of, like, light in your room that I keep seeing, like, moving around. Like, there, I just saw it in the corner. Um, I don't don't know. Something. It's reflecting off of something on you, I think. Oh, it's probably the silver in my headphones. The sun is shining, like, right through. Oh, that could be it. I've got, like, that wide of a space where my blackout curtains are allowing the air. Every now and then I just catch a glimpse of it on the wall. And I'm like, what is that? (laughs) Nope, there it just went. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's definitely my headphones then. All right. Okay. Well. Thanks for joining us in the rabbit hole. Hop in next week when we tumble down again. If you want, you can follow us on Instagram to see what stories are coming up. Our name is Like Rabbit Holes. If you have an idea and you like for us to research it and talk about it, likerabbitholes at gmail.com is our email address. Whatever podcast player you listen to us on, please drop a review or a star rating. It helps us out. Always remember to have a wonderful morning, night, or afternoon. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. Bye. Why do you wave? I don't know. <laughs>